I don't even know why I woke up at 4am today. I have no idea why I was awake at 4am. I did everything to go back to sleep and it just wasn't happening. I listened to a podcast, I put on rain music, like I tried everything and it wasn't working. Next thing you know, it's like 6am and I was like, well, my alarm's about to go off soon. Is there even point in going back to sleep and waking up more tired? So I took myself out of my bed and I was super proud of myself because I haven't done this in weeks because of my injury. But I took myself on a long morning walk and it was so good to get some light, some vitamin D. It just felt really good. And so I've had a really good start to the week. But it's now 10pm and I'm exhausted. I probably shouldn't even be saying that. Shalom Mish and today I want to talk to you guys about the airfares, the price increase of travel, what is going on. Um, it's mainly gonna be Michelle speaking today with a little bit of mesh because I'm gonna throw some rants in there. Um, but I just want to say like I'm so proud of everyone that I know that travels. Like I'm really proud of you guys because it's not easy to juggle life and travel, and afford it, and go and have a good time, like, obviously, there's some people that travel more than others, some people don't even care for travel, cool, but particularly if you are someone that travels a lot, like, I really rate you, because it's not easy to do, um, and I just wanted to touch base on how crazy prices are looking right now for travel, um, so the CPI, so this is Michelle because I'm using data right now and it's 10pm so I'm being sensible me, wise me. Um, CPI data from August 23, so rewind a couple of weeks, showed us that airfares are lower this year than 2022. So remember last year like the demand for travel was crazy but prices were also crazy. And they're saying that the the demand, not the demand, the price this year is a lot lower than last year. And apparently, I was shocked when I found this out because I was like, wait, what? You might be shocked too. But apparently, the prices are even lower than pre-pandemic in 2019. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't see that happening because whenever, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I look at prices, I'm like, these are crazy in comparison to pre-COVID. But the thing is, like, although your airfare, your flight, that cost might be a lot lower than what it was previously or a little bit lower, everything else has gone up significantly. So think about it, right? You're booking your trip, you book your flight, you've then got your hotel or your Airbnb to worry about, you then got, um, usually now you have to select extra baggage. If you want checked baggage, you have to pay for that. You might need a car rental, you might need travel insurance, you need to park your car at the airport, um, food and drinks whilst you're at the airport, plus while you're on your holiday, and then like stuff to do, like excursions, concerts, theatres, tickets to stuff, it all adds up, right? And what they're saying is that although the flight prices may have come down a little, 
everything else has gone up. So you're paying more in total because hotels have gone up like 14% since before COVID. Car rental is probably the biggest one that's gone up is 37%, which is crazy. Um, and then tickets to stuff as well has gone up like 17%. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I'm just looking at this like, damn, there's still so many of us that travel. Not even just travel, but like on regular multiple trips a year. And I know people that do it that juggle families and kids and, you know, they don't have travel industry discounts like some of us. And I'm just like, God, how do you do it? Um, or they're just getting fly out, flied out, flown out. Or maybe they're just getting flown out. I don't know. None of my business, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so overall travel costs are up 12% versus pre-pandemic 2019. That's crazy. It's just crazy. They're just milking us right now. But it's also annoying because... Actually, no. What I was going to say was relevant to my job. And I'm, I know I'm not supposed to talk on that. But I just want to say, they're not making it any easier for us. Like, they are literally charging for every single thing in addition to your flight. For example, paying to check your luggage. Some people are now... Some airlines are now paying to bring a carry-on on board or like some are saying like you can come through like and if you've got a backpack that fits under the seat that's cool but anything bigger we're charging you and it's just cost after cost after cost um I know there's Ryanair I think it's Ryanair yeah Ryanair um who charged an elderly couple at the airport for having to check them in at the airport and print their boarding passes they paid like 60 70 pound each like each way they're elderly they don't they might not use tech they might not have phones and know how to use um qr codes and stuff like that to check in themselves and it's like the airlines are charging you to check in fine because they want you to do on the app the app's there for a reason there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to but there's always going to be people or a demographic of people that can't or they won't or they just want to go and speak to someone at a desk. And I saw that in the news and I was just like, what, Ryan, Ryan are about to get slated for doing that. They already get slated for so much. And it's just like, come on, there needs to be some leeway. But trust me, it's not stopping. Like <laughs> the cost of everything is about to be crazy. And I think I mentioned this on a previous pod I actually can't remember if it was my own podcast or a podcast that I was on. I can't remember. But it was around the fact that when you're on a plane and you have your carry-on, you put your carry-on in the overhead locker, right? And usually, like, you can manage to find a space in the overhead locker directly above your seat, if that makes sense. But there's sometimes where, like, let's say you're at the back of the plane or you've been one of the last to get on board, you've opened it up to go and put your carry-on in and it's full and you're like damn where's my bag gonna go right so you're looking around like where's the nearest spot I can put my bag in sometimes there genuinely is no space now because so many people bring a carry-on they don't want to pay for check luggage and there's no space so sometimes like the um as the cabin crew have to come take your carry-on and say sorry we've got to check this fine because you don't have to carry it but also, now I have to wait for it the other side. A lot of airlines, I have to really word this carefully because of what I do for work. I, have, I really have to word this carefully. A lot of airlines are 
looking into or exploring options where you would guarantee that spot. So if you're in, I don't know, 32C, um, that sounds like a bra size, but if you're in 32C, your, your cabin bag goes directly above your um, seat and you've paid like X amount to guarantee that spot. Now, yes, that's a good idea, but the downside to it is <laughs> there's not even enough space to do that. So if I'm in 32C, what are 32A and B going to do? Where are they going to put their bags? So the most popular destinations of 2023, um, I think number one was Dubai, number two was Bali, three was London, and then you've got like um, Rome, Paris, Barcelona, Florence, and Lisbon, all like in the top 20. Um, Cancun was really popular, Crete, Marrakesh, Domrep and Istanbul as well. Um, and then I think in the like trending destinations, so like destinations that are probably going to hit this, this like last quarter of 2023 into 2024 for like winter sun, um, is like Cuba, Vietnam, Mauritius, Cambodia and Thailand. Um, and Morocco, and as always, the Caribbean, right? So there's so broad, like, that list is so broad, it covers such a wide range of places, whereas before, that list was a lot less broad, and it would be, like, London, Paris, New York, Singapore, done. Like, it's so broad, and that's because people are just in, people are going on longer holidays, like, people are going long haul. They don't mind taking that longer flight, they don't mind going for a longer duration. And I think that's lit. And I think working from home and working remotely plays a big part in that. Um, and I think it's a, I think it's so good. And I am biased because I love to travel and I do travel as much as I can. So I am biased and I'm sorry to say, but I have put a biased opinion out there today. Um, but that's just me, right? <laughs> I also think I'm at a point at the minute where I don't know where I want to go. Like, I know I want to travel and I want to go places. There's so many places I still haven't been. Yes, I've been to like 22, 23 countries, but there are so many places that I haven't actually been. And I'm also a bit like, where do I want to go next? Because you know I'm going to just end up going back to New York. <laughs> um, because it's me, right? But, like, I've never been west coast of the US. I want to do that. Like, there's so many places that are still on my list and it's so hard. But if you've got any, like, places where you think, like, oh, my God, Mish would love it or Michelle would love it or actually this, I went here and it's really good, let me know. Because I would love to do some, like, deep dives on destinations that are really good or really popular or maybe even bring on someone to talk to somewhere about somewhere they've been, like, a really cool place they've been or something they've, like, experienced that was really nice. Um, We can maybe look into that as well. But, yeah. I do know that I'm going to Jamaica um, beginning of next year. I do know that. It's not booked yet, but I do know that I'm going. Fingers crossed. And I don't usually do beach um, holidays. I don't usually do resorts. I don't usually do that type. I'm, I'm really adventurous and I like to explore cities and places like that, right? But I can't wait for Jamaica. And people are usually surprised that I've not been yet. Um, so if you've got any travel tips for Jamaica or if you've been and you've got recommendations on where to stay or where to go or good places to go, let me know. Um, it's a while yet, but I need to start planning it and I need to start, I need to actually book it, right? 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Michelle or Mesh. It is now uh, kind of my bedtime. I should probably go get some sleep. I have been up since 4am. Um, but I just wanted to drop an episode. I don't know if I'm going to drop it now. Maybe in the morning. Maybe you'll get it in the morning. Let's see. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And keep sharing feedback with me. I'm open to it. Good or bad. Um, saying that though, I'm really appreciative of all the feedback I got off my last episode. Um, you guys are so kind. You're actually so kind, but at the same time, um, they hold him back a bit. Honestly, I don't mind. That's what is. That's why I'm asking you for feedback because I want to improve on this. I want to give you the best episodes. I want it to be in like entertaining enough. I know it's just me right now. Um, hopefully, I am entertaining. But yeah, hit me up with feedback. Hit me up if there's anything in particular you want me to talk about or touch on or whatever. Let me know. Hit me up on socials at Michelle X Mesh. Thank you for listening.